This is a Radio.com original. And automobiles were the heart and in the middle of everything that we would enjoy. I don't care. A lot of guys wanted just girls. We, <laughs> we, wanted, we wanted cars. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a new edition of the Talking About Cars podcast, where it's all about everybody has a car story, from celebrities to car personalities and more. And I'm Randy Cardoon. As we get ready to start this podcast edition, I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're uh, avoiding any real issues health-wise, and if you're staying inside, if you need to, do what you have to do to get this coronavirus thing out of our hair once and for all and and be patient and be nice that's something i think i've seen a lot doing stories for the radio and you really have to you really have to go into it and knowing we're all pretty much in the same boat all right this week we're going to do a little back to the past we're going to remember the date november 5th 2015 it's the date the car world lost car customizer with a k george barris 15 days shy of his 90th birthday about six months before he passed, the man behind the 66 Batmobile from the TV Batman series, the Munster coach, Kit from Knight Rider, and so many TV cars and other customs, took some time to talk with me for an episode of our Talking About Cars podcast. And later, I ended up attending his rather colorful funeral services. I spoke with some of the car celebrities there about the life of Barris. But first... Let's replay that interview from 2015 as we go to our Talking About Cars classic pages. I spoke to him from Barris's shop in Studio City and found something interesting about George and high school. I got kicked out of every school because they wanted me to take cooking and sewing and all that. I says, no, I want to do cars. So we'd, uh, I was a good athlete. So I'd come in there with my 36 Ford, and we'd go ahead and practice his football, and then, boom, I'd go out by the railroad tracks. The man had a torch out there, and he, he threw a bunch of dollies and hammers to me. He said, here, kid, go ahead. You can learn and do it the right way. And I said, well, just show me how to light the torch, light the torch. And I went ahead and started welding, welding and doing the different things that I could wanted to do and wanted to learn. And that's the way I did it along the railroad tracks in Sacramento, California. We were, we were a bunch of kids that had an enjoyable thing and enjoyed cars. And uh, that was what it was on our list. What did your parents drive around in? Well, they drove around in just a little old stock Ford because they weren't car people. But my 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 mother died when we were passed away real early. My aunt, she, I took the knobs off of her kitchen and used them for the grill, the big grill thing. <laughs> where, you, where did you get these ideas? Just in a moment as you're going through, you're going through the kitchen and you're working on a 36 Ford, you say, my God, that grill cavity would look good, but look at those buttons and everything. Boom, 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 boom. I start unscrewing them, taking them out, <laughs> build a, a rod across the front of the grill cavity and screwed in all these, these knobs, which made a beautiful grill. So these are things you, you would, out of, the, out of the moment, out of the sky, you would learn how to do it. So let's talk about some of the cars you have now. I mean, you've got the best garage around, and plus, if we can just set the scene, uh, how many cars do you have in this office right now? And I'm talking the model car variety. Well, I think I think we could all quit talking. <laughs> 
<laughs> quit adding because we don't have an adding machine big enough to cover it. I'm a toy freak. And we, I had toys made for every car that we made, movie, TV, or my own. And uh, many, many builders would come and bring their toys to me because they knew I was a collector and I enjoyed it. And you could see all the different movies and TV shows. And, and yeah, of course, I don't know if you ever remember the good old days, the Oscar Meyer Wiener car. Of course, the Wiener Mobile. <laughs> there it is right up there. And I, uh, I worked on that car. And it was so funny because you have it where you have a, uh, a wiener going down the street was just hilarious, but it was just the fun things you could have. They came up and talked to you about that yeah. and, and said, George, we've got a concept where we've got hot dogs. We're trying to have a wienermobile. Yeah. Where, where did you come up with that concept for the wienermobile? Well, I figured the best thing in the world is if you're going to have a wienermobile, it's got to be a wiener. It's not going to be a car with a wiener on top of it. Mm -hmm. It's got to be the wiener, mm -hmm. and that's how... I was able to add that right on top of a, a chassis with the suspension system with four ways and four wheelers that would run down the street easy. See, not a lot of people remember that. They know you from the Batmobile. They know you from a whole plethora of cars. But a lot of people don't remember the Wienermobile connection. Yeah, the Wienermobile, <laughs> that was just another one of the wonderful things we had for uh, not only TV and movie and, and even our wonderful dear friend Elvis Presley. I mean, we were doing a limousine for him to show you what kind of a man he was. When I was doing the limousine, I had it out in the shop, and he comes in, to, to, and he says, I, I'd like to take a look at my car. Fine. He says, can I go and talk to your men? He went in and talked to every one of my men that was working on his car and, and he gave him all the thrill of talking to Elvis Presley, and then he comes in to us, and we tell him what we're doing, and even to the point that, when he's out rehearsing, four o'clock in the morning, he calls George. I'd sure like to take a ride to Vegas in my bus. I did a bus for him, and we all jumped in the bus. Lo and lo and behold, we're on the road to Vegas. Wow! <laughs> so it, it it was more than just cars. It was people, people and the things that they loved. And automobiles were the heart and in the middle of everything that we would enjoy. I don't care. A lot of guys wanted just girls. We we, we wanted we wanted cars. So so in other words, when they say bling, it was all about the chrome, not all about the uh, jewelry. The thrill was uh, to be able to meet each other's wish of what they would like. You know, whether it's a racing-looking car, whether it's a convertible, and that's why our Mercury's. And as you know, our Mercury's is going to be featured as at Pebble Beach this year. All Mercury's. They just informed us the Hirahata Mercury and all the different Mercury's we won all the awards with are going to be the featured cars at Pebble Beach. And that's tough because all you would ever see in, in Pebble Beach is Ferraris, Lamborghinis, good dashes, and Rolls Royces and things like it's that. It's about time they show good old American cars, George. That's right. The thrill of having cars is what you create. George, you have one of the best garages known to mankind. Let's talk about some of the cars right now that you have in your garage. Well, we got, uh, of course, the number one car in history is the Batmobile.
And that, that was kind of a big thrill to create something that would be number one car forever. And then slid right in behind it was a Model T for the Munster coach. And the interesting thing about that is that I, when they called me and I saw the family, surely my wife and I, we went and got a paper and we cut the paper and we made a six-door Model T. And we put the pad up the back and the producer said, well, where are we going to put Butch? I said, so don't worry. Boom, I put a little kickback on the back of the back seat right. and put a pad in there. Butch, there you are. Butch being Butch Patrick who played the son. Like James Dean when we numbered his car and he took off on the road. I met him at the at the gas station and he hits the road and he's going down and the car was d donated to me by the family and we toured all of the police conventions. I mean, wherever we can go, we can avoid an accident if it's just an accident the way it was. And this was the man made a left turn and he put on the brakes and skidded and hit him. The car was donated to me and it was put on at a police convention in Florida on a truck and come out here seven days later. We open the truck and it's gone. To the day, we still have not found James Dean's car. So we don't know what it is. I, I, and it was in crash condition, I assume, yeah. correct? Still, we just made it, put it together enough to where you can roll it in and out of a building. We didn't want to lose the effects of what happened and how it happened. And it wasn't his fault. You've had a lot of cars. You've certainly lost a few, uh, whether you sold them or whatever. Is there a car out there that you wish you had back? Well, there, there are some, yes. I, I, I can't say a car. <laughs> i got to say some cars. There was some 32 Fords and, and Hot Rods and, and Mercury's and Chevrolet. Yes, there was. But I think one of the things that you really got to be interested in, I won AMBR, the Grand National Roadster Show, two times in a row. I'm the only person that has won it more than anybody. Mm -hmm. And it's a thrill to do that. And I get, every time I go to the Grand National Show or the, where there is hot rods and 32 Fords and everything, they're all the same. They're all the same. And I said, hey, we can't do this. We gotta be different. You gotta get rid of the peanut headlights and the bullet grills and then let's, let's make some changes. So I'll have to show you a picture of what I'm going to do. Ooh, what do we have here? A hybrid hot rod. Yes, a hybrid. It's going to run on batteries, and here it is. Look at it. So this is going to be today's time, and it's got to be a Ford. We're going to use a Fusion Ford hybrid suspension system and everything else like that. We're going to have Lamborghini doors. George, George i got to ask you, how old are you? Let's see. I got to think about that one. <laughs> it's whether whether I'm talking to the the uh, tax guy or I'm talking to girls. Because <laughs> cause you know something, y your brain's still going. I can tell you're still trying to come up with the the brand new Deuce Deuce Hot Rod here. Well, the main thing is that I have a wonderful, wonderful family that 
Joji runs the business. Her husband, Barry, is helping me with all electronic. Her son is going out and making up the different pieces that we can get together. So I, I got good support and people that think the same thing as me, and that is do something that's different. Be happy with what you want. That's the first thing you got to do is don't get mean, don't get nasty, don't do that. You don't need it. Be happy. You're, we're lucky to be in this world the way it is now, mm-hmm. and that being happy is the way to go. Usually I ask, what's the car that you want that you don't have, and would this basically suffice? Well, this is one of them. I'm getting, uh, I'm a made in USA guy. The next thing is, is, is a, I'm taking the Ford Lincoln and I'm going to give it a street driving. I'll have to show you some sketches because mm-hmm. we're starting to age. What, what year is, what about are we talking? New one. Oh, a brand new one. Brand new. Okay. And it's going to be a car that's going to be a, uh, again, it's a, it's a hybrid and I'm going to make it look like today's street drivable hot rod <laughs> you'll crack up when you see it because it really looks good i'm not going to take away from the car so it's not street legal mm-hmm. and it's going to have the red stripes and it's going to have the the uh, suspension system it's going to have the, the lower uh, hood design and and top design and it's going to be really cute it's a project where i'm doing with my grandson and and Richie Ditchie's another one good good craftsman that we work with. We always got teams. We got people that we enjoy seeing. George, you think out of the box. How is it that you keep thinking out of the box? <laughs> where do you, where do all your really good ideas come from, well, do you think? I, 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 all I gotta do is walk through my place, through the my office and my toy room and into Joji's Batman room and going to the other side and look at all the little things I played in the photos and they just bring back wonderful memories. Services for Barris were held at Forest Lawn in Hollywood and as you could imagine, it was a typical Barris event. Hundreds of fans, including yours truly, we brought our classic cars, so we made a long procession to the final resting place. George's casket, which if you haven't seen it, you can see it on our Talking About Cars Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook sites. Again, typical Barris, sporting metal flake lime green paint. Pictures of some of the cars he had something to do with, like the Batmobile, the Munster coach on the side. And yes, the casket had bat wings. And celebrities also came out to honor George. Bo Derek, who was one of the celebrities George made custom vehicles for, she was there, as well as friends and co-workers in the car industry. They all had stories about George Barris, like Mad Mike from Pimp My Ride fame. Well, George and I was on a TV show together called Car Warriors. And um, actually, <laughs> George is the reason why we couldn't drive the car on the show anymore. Well, we were supposed to test drive the cars up and down the street, for like a quarter mile to test the stop and starting and break and all that stuff. Well, there was one Cadillac where George laid a trail of rubber halfway down the street. And the producers were like, no, 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 you can't do that. But George says, well, if I'm going to judge this car, I'm going to test this car. And, and George was a man of his words, man. He, he could roll some cars. Well, we had a great, a lot of fun together. And he, we would work from 8 o'clock to midnight some days. And, man, George would be there. He'd take his naps every once in a while. And Tony would be right there by his side. But... And George is a great guy to work with. Love that guy.
Mad Mike, Disney Imagineer Bob Gurr. Bob, of course, responsible for many of the vehicles at Disneyland. In fact, he was the one who designed the Autopia cars, all based on European vehicles. Bob was trained by Ford as a car designer, and he had a different story about George Barris. Yes, the Futura was the car that George made into the Batmobile. What most people don't know is that Futura was designed by Bill Schmidt, who was the head of Lincoln Studio in 1952 I worked for George I mean I worked for Bill in the Lincoln studio when I was 20 years old I saw Bill Schmidt's style the fact that that car sort of rotted and then George picked it up Bill Schmidt's old Futura lives today and I was there when Bill Schmidt did that car what did you think of that car when you first saw it and this is what early 50s Yes, uh, the thing about the way Bill Schmidt did stuff, if you looked at all his other designs, he had leaning forward hood scoops. He loved double canopies. He liked the back end where the, uh, the center was kind of cut away and the, and the taillights hung way out on the outside of the uh, corners of the car. That was a Bill Schmidt signature. And he, and he talked Ford into doing it for the future and got away with it. You know, and then the car became a little bit older sat there guess who resurrected it george bears and here it is tonight and didn't he get it for like the sum of one buck or something like that it was a, it was a, a, a minimal amount of money but you know some people recognize the value of stuff some people don't george saw what he could do with it sure somebody criticized criticized why did you take a future and make it your way aha because of george that car lives bob Gurr. All sorts of fans and car guys came out to pay their respects, including, yep, a car guy by the name of, and I kid you not, Joey Buttafuoco. First of all, when I was a kid growing up back east, everything George Barris ever did, I read about through the Peterson Publishing, okay? So this is a great story. It really is. So when I had the opportunity to come to California, everything I read about George Barris was Burbank, was Toluca Lake, was Van Nuys, Van Nuys, California. So I'm like... I can't wait to get to Van Nuys, California. So, of course, when I get here and I go to Van Nuys and I see what's in Van Nuys, I was a little bit shocked and surprised that Van Nuys is what it is. It's not <laughs> Beverly Hills, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. George Barris, was a, he, was, he was an icon forever. He was an idol and a mentor. I've been in the, the hot rods and bikes all of my life, aside from the other things that happened in my life. So I'm a car guy like him, and this is out of respect. This is a party. This is a celebration of George's life. George Barris's life. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. That's what this is, man. And, and I have many great Barris stories, and that's just one of them. Uh, just quick note over my shoulder, all these cars that have come out to uh, to tribute, really, to George, they're pretty amazing wheels. Yeah, these cars that showed up today f- for his celebration is everybody that loved George Barris. And there's hundreds of hot rods here, and everybody that supports that, that culture that he brought alive. He did that. George Barris built all of this. He has, a, he has his fingers in every one of these cars through creativity through all of us who built hot rods. And that's how I feel about George Barris. He was an awesome guy. He's going to be missed. Joey Bonifuco, a car crazy guy. Speaking of car crazy, Barry McGuire. He had his Barris memories. Oh, my best George Barris story. There's so many of them. Um, you know, for me, the best George Barris stories are when he's been so greatly honored and to see him honored. I think, you know, and they're very public, but. When that when the Batmobile sold for 4.6 million, it was just affirmation for George, you know, 
mean, he had a, the, the, the murk on the lawn at Pebble. I just looked at him. I just I'm so happy for him, you know, because uh, there, there are great cars and great car guys around that that have great appreciation for their own type of cars and don't necessarily look at customs and rods or whatever, George Customs, as being up there. And he got honored more than all of them. And I just thought the greatest moment in my life in watching George see him be so honored by uh, by the best of the best, you know. It was really, really special. Barry McGuire, during the ceremony, talked about the fact that the Barris family and his family have go so far back that Barris used to show up at McGuire's garage when Barry's dad and relatives were putting together the original McGuire's car waxes and car treatments, and Barris would get certain ones and just drive to his house to pick it up. They didn't ship it. They just drove to the house. You didn't buy them in the stores at the time. And then there was Galpin Auto Sports' Bo Bachman. He remembered his first experiences with George when he was young. I was actually at... at uh... Big Daddy Ross show, the first reunion, and, and uh, we, we it was the first time we actually ever did a car show, and uh, George Barris was right in front of us also displaying, and I thought that was like the coolest thing in the world to be, you know, right across from George Barris, so my dad comes up, and he's like, and I'm like, hey, dad, dad, George Barris, he's right here, like right here in front of us, you know, so my dad like kind of chuckles, and we walk over, and and uh, my dad goes, hi, George. And George looked up and goes, hi, Bert. I'm like, I, you know, here I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And, you know, my dad and George were old friends, you know. He, he is the best and, uh, you know, certainly was a, a great influence on me and was always uh, open to all this cool customizing and galvanizing. And then George certainly has been a huge influence on me as well. And, yeah, I can't believe, uh, I can't believe we're here, to be honest. Uh, it was a real honor and a, a tremendous tribute to George today at the funeral and um, just the words that were spoken and, and Jared and Joji and Brett, everyone just did a phenomenal job and, and it just it was so touching and, and to be here and having his memorial service here at Galpin, it's yeah, it's really an honor for us, but it's really, uh, it's really hard too. Galpin Auto Sports is Bo Bachman. Miss her shifter from the 1970s. Linda Vaughn, still playing a big part in the classic car industry to this day. She took a moment to share her thoughts on George. Well, that'd take a year to tell you all my favorite stories with George. But one of my highlights of our lives together was the first day I met him. George Hurst introduced me to George Barris and Ed Escuderian. And that started my whole hot rod experience in California, my first trip. That was the opening. And then the closing, I'd have to say, when I was on the committee for SEMA, and we got George Barris put into the SEMA Hall of Fame. That's probably one of the highlights of my life with George because it's something that took a lot of years and a lot of hard work. And I kept telling George, never give up, never give up. We will get you in the SEMA Hall of Fame. So he called me a dream girl, dream girl, dream girl. And uh, <laughs> that's the way I'd like to say, George, I'll always be your dream girl. Linda Vaughn and Chip Foose. You know him as an accomplished car customizer in his own right. That's car customizer with a C. Chip Foose, he goes way back with George Barris and has his own favorite story. You know, there's so many of them. I remember just from being just a tiny kid, hanging out in Gene Winfield's shop when my dad was uh, working with Gene. I remember seeing George at the car shows, and I was just tiny. But I would say the best memory I have is my wife and I went up to Abbotsford, Canada, to a car show, and we left there with George, 
the day before the flight, and we drove down to uh, Vancouver together in a limo, and we just had the greatest time in the limo talking, and George nicknamed us the Honeymooners. And we got to the hotel. We stayed the night in the hotel, and the next morning we were flying out. But uh, he called our room about ten times that night just asking how the Honeymooners were doing. <laughs> and we ended up going to dinner, and it was just that was a, a real special time for both my wife and I to share with George and uh, to have that nickname, the Honeymooners. He called me that every time he saw me. How's the Honeymooners doing? Yeah, and, uh, you know, George was just in it with 100% heart. And you can see from the crowd here that he touched a lot of lives. Chip Foose, you know him from overhauling. He was one of the car celebrities who were at George Barris's funeral services back in 2015. Now, as of today, in 2020, that shop where we did the interview in Studio City, it's still there, and it's watched over by Barris's daughter, Joji Barris. Hey, don't forget to please subscribe to all of our new podcasts here on Radio.com, KNX1070.com, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to us. Please rate us five stars. Write a review if you're on iTunes. Our website, talkingabout.net, where I include some extra behind-the-scenes flavor to the interviews, of course, Radio.com, KNX1070.com. We're, we're kind of all over the place. Stitcher. And make sure you follow us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and at Instagram. Don't forget to check out my occasional cohort, Hot Rod Bob Beck, on his daily morning gas show. That's G-A-A-S. And his monthly Great American Auto Scene show, which is resuming here pretty soon. So keep tabs on that. We'll uh, let you know where I horn my way onto the set. Just Go to his Bob Beck Facebook page. He'll give you the update. Or you can go to his website, gotgas, G-A-A-S, dot com. Hope you enjoyed our trip to the Talking About Cars Classic Archives. I believe we have a brand new show next week. You're going to love the uh, guest. I'll tell you that. Until next time, I'm Randy Cardoon. Join me and occasionally Hot Rod Bob Beck as we have some fun talking about cars. <laughs>